In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. And with your spirit. Brethren, let us acknowledge our sins and so prepare ourselves to celebrate the sacred mysteries. I confess to all my God. God. And to you, my Lord I am greatly sinned in my thoughts and in my words what I have done and what I have failed to do. Through my fault, through my fault, through my most hideous fault, Therefore, I ask the blessed Mary of the Virgin, all the angels and saints, and you, my brothers and sisters, to pray for me to the Lord our God. May Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us everlasting life. Amen. begotten Son to the nations by the guidance of a star grant in your mercy that we who know you already by faith 
may be brought to, be, to behold the beauty of your sublime glory through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, forever and ever. reading from the book of the prophet Isaiah. Rise up in splendor, Jerusalem. Your light has come. The glory of the Lord shines upon you. See, darkness covers the earth and thick clouds cover the peoples. But upon you the Lord shines and over you appears his glory. Nations shall walk by your light and kings by your shining radiance. Raise your eyes and look about. They all gather and come to you. Your sons come from afar and your daughters in the arms of their nurses. Then you shall be radiant at what you see. Your heart shall throb and overflow. For the riches of the sea shall be emptied out before you. The wealth of nations shall be brought to you. Caravans of camels shall fill you, dromedaries from Midian and Ephah. All from Sheba shall come, bearing gold and frankincense and proclaiming the praises of the Lord. The word of the Lord. Shall serve him. Lord, every 
rescue the poor when he cries out, and the afflicted when he has no one to help him. He shall have pity for the lowly and the poor, the lives of the poor he shall save. A reading from the letter of St. Paul to the Ephesians. Brothers and sisters, you have heard of the stewardship of God's grace that was given to me for your benefit, namely, that the mystery was made known to me by revelations. It was not made known to people in other generations as it has now been revealed to his holy apostles and prophets by the Spirit, that the Gentiles and co-heirs, members of the same body and co-partners in the promise in Christ Jesus through the gospel. The word of the Lord. When Jesus was born in Bethlehem in Judea in the days of King Herod, behold, Magi from the east arrived in Jerusalem, saying, We saw his star at its rising and have come to do him homage. When King Herod heard this, he was greatly troubled, and all of Jerusalem with him. 
Assembling all the chief priests and the scribes of the people, he inquired of them where the Christ was to be born. And they said to him, In Bethlehem of Judea, for thus it has been written through the prophet, And you, Bethlehem, land of Judah, are by no means least among the rulers of Judah, since from you shall come a ruler who is the shepherd, my people Israel. Then Herod called the Magi secretly and ascertained from them the time of the star's appearance. He sent them to Bethlehem and said, Go and search diligently for the child. When you have found him, bring me word that I too may go and do him homage. After their audience with the king, they set out. And behold, the star that they had seen at the rising preceded them until it came and stopped over the place where the child was. They were overjoyed at seeing the star, and on entering the house, they saw the child with Mary, his mother. They prostrated themselves and did it homage. And they opened their treasures and offered him gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh. And having been warned in a dream not to return to Herod, they departed for their country by another way. The Gospel of the Lord. The Lord be with you, with your spirit. The epiphany, today is the epiphany. That is your word to remember and try to figure out what it means. You know, an epiphany is a great kind of understanding, something that you, you recognize all of a sudden perhaps, and it's, it's a major change in your life. This is one of the epiphanies. It is the observation of our Lord, our God Almighty, who put on flesh, took a body from Mary and became man to get it straight. Why are we here? Why did we come? Is it to give homage? Is it to adore? Or is it just to put in time and do an obligation? What's important is what do we take away from this day? What do we take away? You know, when you think about it, mothers and fathers, thank you for bringing your children to see baby Jesus. Baby Jesus is here right before us in this mass. When heaven and earth come together in exchange of gifts, all of heaven and earth come together. Our Lord is here present in the supernatural. He is here body, real body, real blood. It is nothing for Jesus to walk through a wall. It's nothing for him to go through a membrane and be born a virgin birth. Why do we have a virgin birth? Well, our Lord chose Mary because she was so special to him. Not that she was so different from any one of us, but he blessed her in a wonderful grace to give us a mother, someone so nearly perfect that he could take on her in such a way. And so how much would he be like our Mary? Think of how wonderful it is when the wise men finally came and to see Mary there in the cave. In Bethlehem, it was a cave. I've been there, I've seen it. There's a church built over it now, but there was a cave under a bluff and the city was up above. And the name Bethlehem means the place of the bread. And that's where there was a mill that ground bread and made bread at the time of King Salem the mysterious king um, uh, from Salem, uh, Melchizedek, who went to see Abraham. He came from this city, we think. 
And there, in a cave where it's warm, there was an oxen there to keep the baby warm and other animals perhaps in that place, but a very humble beginnings. Think about how wonderful it is that we have humble things. Our Lord teaches us so much in very simple ways, yet we're looking for signs. It was always the Jews and the Hebrews that were always looking for, give me a sign, show me something big, and I'll believe. And the Greeks were always running around saying, well, make me think, show me something, explain it to me, make it work. But you know, what's happening here is all of these things. Our Lord is coming to us in a very special way. What sign have we followed to come here? Is it because our parents had baptized us at birth and now we're lifelong Catholics? Or have we made a free choice to come here on our own? Our Heavenly Father, He knows what we're doing. He knows why we're here. He knows what's in our hearts and our minds. But what He likes is that we show Him that we remember that He is present. He is present and real body, blood, soul, and divinity in the Eucharist that we will receive here today. The little shepherds that come and adore our Lord, they were called by choirs of angels, not just one angel, but choirs of angels. And why do they appear to them? These are servants. These are shepherds that no longer own their sheep. They're attending somebody else's sheep, perhaps those that belong to some of the Sanhedrin, the big land big shots, the, the ones that run the temple, the ones that are the elite, the ones that know everything. Yet here are humble people who are called by the angels to come and to bear witness, the first witness of our Savior. They're called by choirs of angels, and they come, and they see, and they understand, and they go, and they proclaim the good news that the Messiah is at hand. All of the earth at that time under Pax Romana, Rome had taken over the known world that we had known. And they had imposed a kind of a time of peace. And so our Heavenly Father has chosen a time to come to us to reveal in a very subtle way. I don't know how many of you have been watching some of the sunrises in the last few weeks. They're fabulous. You see colors, deep blues and mauves and grays and things, and you see the sun coming up. And there's such beauty. But our Lord works in that way. There's beauty everywhere, everywhere. It's beauty. And every one of you mothers that have your children there, at no time in your lives will be more beautiful. And fathers, look at your wives with your children and fall in love again all over with life. It is our responsibility to take this gift that God has given us and to put it to proof. Now, why did the three wise men or the three kings why did they come? They're the intellectual. They're, they're not the Halloween. They are not the chosen people, but they are the others that are being talked about in both of the readings before the gospel today. Isaiah says, well, there's going to be a, there's going to be a sign that's going to make everything better. And Ahaz, who was the Israeli king at the time, he wasn't a very good guy and he didn't do very much. He wasn't courageous. He, wasn't as, he was asked to choose a sign that he would believe and make things better. He wouldn't do it. And Isaiah said, it'll be the virgin will have a birth and bear a son. And he will be the Messiah, Emmanuel. He will save his people. But why are the wise men coming? Something is happening. Now, these wise men that come, it's hard to say if they were kings. 
but they were certainly intellectuals. They were certainly wealthy. They certainly were maybe scientists, astronomers, maybe medical doctors, perhaps kings. And tradition is that these three wise men, there was an older man, a middle-aged man, and a young man. And they come, and they look, and they see, and they bear gifts. They come into a foreign country from their own land. And to come into one country from another was a big thing, and especially if you have a large entourage. entourage. And King Herod knew that they were there, so that they had to kind of go to Jerusalem or wherever he was to report to him first, sort of like getting permission to come into the country. Instead of going directly to Bethlehem. They're responding to the call of a star, a celestial event that is beyond imagination, sort of kind of the event of spreading the sea or creation perhaps. And that star is guiding them right down to a very particular place. And when they get there, you wonder how it could be that these wise men, were they disappointed? I don't think so. I think that our Lord is working in such wonderful ways. It's sort of like Zacchaeus. Remember, he climbed that tree and he was the tax collector, the chief guy. God was calling him. He knew that there was something missing in his life, but God was calling him. And God is calling these wise men to come and to see. And God is calling these shepherds, representing the poor and the impoverished and the history of salvation that had evolved. What a wonderful event. And what's unusual about this event is that the chosen people and everyone else, the Gentiles, are coming together to witness, to become a new nation under God. Indivisible with liberty and justice, I hope. But a new nation, a new nation of faith. When Abraham left his father who had a who sold idols, and when they broke, he knew that they were God, they were just wood and glass or they were pottery. He was searching for a God, and he knew that there was a special God, one God that was better, bigger than every, any other God. And he was willing to sacrifice his only son. And out of that, he was promised a nation, a, his own people or a people, as many as the stars in the sky. And has that not come true? It has. It's a nation of faith. It's what holds us together. It's a unity of faith that makes us who we are. And what a beautiful story this is, and what a beautiful reality is to live at a time when we know that there is a gospel. In other words, there is a truth so profound that it can change everything in the world, everything in each one of us, and everything that needs to be changed or made right. It is a light that Isaiah is talking about, a light to the nations. It is a beautiful path to reality and enjoying life. We're all looking and searching for the wrong things, perhaps. Maybe we need to settle down and think about that beautiful little Easter flower that emerges out of a cold, frozen ground and sprouts into a beautiful example of God's creation. Maybe we need to look at that sunrise in the morning and realize that there's something bigger than us. Something bigger than us. Something that says, I, I, I cannot make my own rules. We cannot do that. God has set a path for us that is good. 
He is a good God, but he's a demanding God. Remember the woman who said, blessed is the woman who nursed you, Jesus, you know, held you at her breast. There's Mary holding Jesus at her breast, looking into all creation, the created looking into the creator. And Jesus says, no, blessed is those who do and obey every word of the God. It is profound. Take your children when you come to church. Baby Jesus is here. He's waiting for your children. He's waiting for you to take responsibility to tell those that you care about and show those that you care about, your own, those who have sponsored, that there's a better way and hold us accountable. Sometimes it's not so much of what we say. It's really what we do. And it's not, you know, we're looking for appearances. Appearances really can be foolish and silly. We need to look at reality and take a bite out of reality. Take a moment to kneel before that Christ child and to appreciate what it would take to put on an image of Christ like us and come and to suffer. Suffering is nothing but an invitation to faith. Suffering is really an opportunity to remember that there is a God who suffered much more. You know, if there's no suffering, there's no free choice because we would be autotons, robots. You know, if you think about plants and trees and that little beautiful Easter crocus flower, they're not worried about anything. They're just doing their job. It isn't God just really asking us to do that. In that Christ child, like no other child, but like us in every way, except for sin, didn't he give each one of us something that he needs? It's a potential. We have a full potential. It's like you're going on an expedition. You don't really know what you need, but you fill up your, your boat with everything that you can imagine. Or you're on a spaceship and you're going to, a foreign, you're going to another planet. We have that in us. God has given us something unique in each package that we take out into life. We call on that. He's not demanding you do anything. He's giving you a choice and he's giving you opportunities and that is what we must take. So the bottom line here is, why did we come here? Are we called? Are we curious? Are we ready to take up what God has given us. Through Mary, his mother, one who spent more time with him than anyone else, who knows what it was like to be with him and the apostles. She intercedes for us. She hasn't left us. She is with us. And through her, we know that whatever we need can be magnified and appreciated. And she is an opportunity through which all graces flow to us. She participates with her son. And here she is in that humble position, holding her child, looking on to that child laying in a manger, a place where animals feed. Our God loves us. He feeds us, not only with food and drink, but the spiritual things and the graces that we need to survive. So when we go away, let us adore our God 
Let us, O Lord, George, Jesus, by our life. Let it be an example to others, and that will bring others here, and that will fill these pews, and that will bring us closer to Christ. The epiphany. What does it mean to you? Has it meant anything? How many of your children have seen Christ in the, the manger? Did you, see, did you see Christ in the manger? Did you go see it? Yes, well, I want to see baby Jesus. Amen. came down from heaven, and by the Holy Spirit, Spirit was incarnate of the Virgin Mary, and became man. For our sake he was crucified under Pontius Pilate, he suffered death and was buried, and rose again on the third day, and according to the scriptures, ascended into heaven, and seated at the right hand of the Father, he will come again in glory to judge the living and the dead, and his kingdom of heaven. I believe in the Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit the Lord the giver of life, who proceeds from the Father and the Son. With the Father and the Son is adored and glorified, who has spoken of the Lord. I believe in one Holy Catholic Apostolic Church, and I confess one baptism for the forgiveness of sin, and I look forward to the resurrection of the dead, and the life of the world to come. Amen. Recognizing God's generous gift to us in His Son, Jesus, let us bring before Him our prayers for the world. For missionaries, may the Lord bless them with generosity and boldness in sharing the love of God. Let us pray to the Lord. Lord for the heads of governments throughout the world, may God's gracious mercy be upon them and those they serve. Let us pray to the Lord. For all who are troubled in spirit, may they receive hope and healing through the grace of God and the efforts of their caregivers. Let us pray to the Lord. Lord For this community of faith, may the Lord bless our relationships and grant us purity of heart and mind. Let us pray to the Lord. Lord For those who have died in the light of faith, may they share in the resurrection of Jesus. Let us pray to the Lord. Lord, let us pray for protection of life from natural conception to natural death. We ask this through Christ our Lord. Amen. Father of us all, we ask that you hear these prayers 
we offer in the name of your Son, Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen.
Look with favor, Lord, we pray, on these gifts of your church in which are offered now not gold or frankincense or myrrh, but he who by them in is proclaimed, sacrificed and received Jesus Christ, who lives and reigns forever and ever. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. Lift up your hearts. We lift them up to the Lord. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is right and just. It is truly right and just. Our duty and our salvation always and everywhere to give you thanks. Lord, the Holy Father, Almighty and the Eternal God. For today you have revealed the mystery of our salvation in Christ as a light for the nations. And when he appeared in our mortal nature, you made us new by the glory of his immortal nature. And so with angels and archangels, with thrones and dominions, and with all the hosts and powers of heaven, we sing the hymn of your glory as without end we acclaim. created rightly gives you praise for through your son our lord jesus christ by the power and working of the holy spirit you give life to all things and make them holy and you never cease to gather a people to yourself so that from the rising of the sun to its setting a pure sacrifice may be offered to your name therefore O lord we humbly implore you by the same Spirit graciously make holy these gifts we have brought to you for consecration, that they may become the body and the blood of your Son, our Lord Jesus Christ, at whose command we celebrate these mysteries. For on the night he was betrayed, he himself took bread, and giving you thanks, he said the blessing, broke the bread and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and eat of it, for this is my body, which will be given up for you.
In a similar way, when supper was ended, he took the chalice, and giving you thanks, he said the blessing, and gave the chalice to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and drink from it. For this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many, for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. The mystery of faith. We proclaim God of Lord, and profess your resurrection until you come again. Therefore, O Lord, as we celebrate the memorial of the saving passion of your Son, his wondrous resurrection and ascension into heaven, and as we look forward to his second coming, we offer you in thanksgiving this holy and living sacrifice. Look, we pray upon the ablution of your church and recognize the sacrificial victim by whose death you willed to reconcile us yourself. Grant that we who are nourished by the body and blood of your Son and filled with the Holy Spirit may become one body, one spirit in Christ. May he make of us an eternal offering to you, so that we may obtain an inheritance with your elect, special with the most blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, with blessed Joseph, her spouse, with the blessed apostles and glorious martyrs, St. Thomas and with all the saints, on whose constant intercession in, in your presence we rely for unfailing help. May this sacrifice of our reconciliation, we pray, O Lord, advance the peace and salvation of all the world. Be pleased to confirm in faith and charity your pilgrim church on earth with your servant Francis our Pope, Thomas, our bishops, the order of bishops, all the clergy, and the entire people you have gained for your own. Listen graciously to the prayers of this family whom you have summoned before you. In your compassion, O merciful Father, gather to yourself all your children scattered throughout the world, to our departed brothers and sisters, to all who were pleasing to you, as they are passing from this life, we give kind admittance to your kingdom. There we hope to enjoy forever the fullness of your glory. Through Christ our Lord, through whom you bestow on the world all that is good. Through him, with him, and in him, O God, almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, 
All glory and honor is yours forever and ever. As a severe command and formed by divine taking with the heart to say, As we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Savior Jesus Christ. For the kingdom, the power, and the glory are yours, now and forever. Lord Jesus Christ, who said here, Apostles, peace I leave you, my peace I give you. Look on our not on our sins, but on the faith of your care, and graciously grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will. For live and reign forever and ever. Amen. The peace of the Lord be with you always. And with your spirit. Will let us offer each other the sign of peace.
Behold the Lamb of God. Behold he who takes away the sins of the world. Blessed are the for the supper of the Lamb. Show. 